Hey guys, it's your host K Did come back out to you one more time. So this week is also another bonus week. I'm sorry we don't have a story for you. We'll be having them coming on the following Wednesdays. So right now we are hiring, you don't know, a new fellow. Um the criteria for the fellow, well some of the criteria I should say, I won't give you two. That the person is Spanish, who speaks Spanish and also speaks English. Also that they're in a they were in a family shelter with a child under 18. They could be in a shelter now. It doesn't matter. Long that's like you know, long you're formerly homeless or homeless with a child under 18 in a shelter, because the family homeless coalition is the people who are over this, and it's really families with children under 18. So that's what we're really um, specifying with this particular um, hiring. So, you know, I'm one of the fellows, Lorden, which is, does the Spanish podcast, is one of the fellows. And we have another person named Rhonda. We have not heard her voice on here yet, but um, maybe on one of the, we've we done like, no, you haven't. One of our other fellows that we had on before, as you may remember, is Destiny. She was on one of the panelists that we had before. So, but right now we have three cohorts. We're looking for one more person to fill that spot. And we like also that you can do social media so you can help with the podcast. You can help with other endeavors that we have and other projects projects that we work on um, in the year. And we would just like somebody to add to our team at the moment. But also, if you want to meet Rhonda, also, we had a PSA. It's called um, Portraits of Hope. Um, the link will be down below and it showed you a little bit how it, it followed the stories of women one husband was actually in that video and the video kind of shows you how moms how they were in the shelter and the experience in the shelter and how some people ended up in the positions that they are in as you know there's a lot of misconceptions about people in shelter that they're lazy um they don't like to work they just want to live up the system but a lot of people in a shelter if you know the high percentage of people in a shelter and family shelter i should say because i have the most statistics for that right are city workers they're working for the city but they're not getting paid enough to be able to survive in the city that they work in that's kind of crazy if you think about it it's kind of crazy that they have to be on government assistance or be basically be helped by the um, government in shelter to be able to survive and get vouchers and things like that. And some people are in shelter, but they can't even get a voucher because they work too much. You didn't know that a voucher... So if you don't know what a voucher is, let me try to break it down as much as I can, right? A voucher is, is something that helps you pay for your rent. So they'll pay a part of your rent, which is... um, And you pay 30% of your income towards the amount, Right. And we're also going to be having, I don't want to forget this, we're going to be having a City FEPS um, updated version of it. Because people ask me a lot of questions on my particular YouTube page. So I think I'm going to take all the questions from my YouTube page and put it in a new um, podcast video. We should be doing that with Juan soon, so just be on the lookout for that. Um, we have a lot of exciting things that we want to do. So, yes, if you have any ideas also, please um, check us out. Sorry, let me continue. So a voucher basically pays, help pays your... Um, rent for the place that you are living in right so some people are in shelters who do qualify for um the vouchers they have the city feps voucher 
they have um they have fest with us like for the community but for the shelter they have soda they have um i think it's home to stay i forgot it's two more other ones um not like a voucher per se it's more um of people who they can move out of i've done an episode about it before they can move out of new york or you can like go to your own thing or go to like your family's place and they have to kind of keep you there kind of thing so you stay with your family and but they don't pay rent but the one if they do here you can have your living with one of your friends family somebody like that and they'll help you pay the rent it's a whole bunch of stuff right so um a lot of people in shelter not a lot because right now if you don't know we have a migrant situation going on a lot of migrants are here um who came to who's coming to new york not just in america in general but into new york specifically and so right now the population used to be that um it was i felt we talked about it before in the episode so just bear with me it used to be like it was more the highest population was blacks and then hispanics and then other right but now because the migrant population most of them a lot of them are hispanics if you don't know a lot of migrants who are coming who are not hispanics also so just be aware of that um who are not who are hispanics so the hispanics are more now and the blacks are um in next in line and then other right so a lot of people i want to say not counting the migrants um population because that's a different population because they are seeking asylum so it's a much different process a lot of vouchers no all the vouchers unless they have an american child who are even born in as i said america they don't qualify for the vouchers so that's a different thing all by itself a kettle of fish you feel me so not counting the migrant population um a lot of people in the shelter not a, a good a certain amount a percentage of people in the shelter can't even get a voucher because they work too much that's what I'm trying to get down to. Like, not everybody in the shelter is just sitting there being lazy and not doing anything and just not providing it on drugs. Because that's what people think about people in shelter. They think that, oh, we're on drugs. We're being lazy. No. People in shelter who work so much, but not enough. Does that make sense? They work so much money, but they make too much to get a voucher that they have to just basically stay there for a while and save up and then move out. Can you believe that? Like... All they really needed is a place to sleep, but they couldn't afford to really pay the rent. But because some, a situation happened while they couldn't pay the rent at the time, or a fire, or things like that, that's why they're in there. Or DV. DV is the highest group of people. Like, usually like DV families. But, you know, if you don't know what DV is, it's domestic violence. So, we also have that um, number down below. If you're a person who thinks you're in a domestic violence situation, probably if you think it, you probably are let's be honest like if you the person's hitting you cursing at you be living you especially in front of your kids oh my gosh um if they are taking your money and they don't allow you to spend your money those are different ways of people abusing you and it's all considered under domestic violence so just be aware of that when we go to path they have the nova program they have new destiny they have safe horizons safe horizon these are different um providers I was like provide like Safe Horizon is a provider. Destiny is a place where you know you can go get help and stuff like that. And Empath is a place where it's basically a HUD information. Like you know you go there as a center and they push you out to the other shelters in New York City. So I just want to I want this podcast to be a place that where people feel welcome to tell their stories and the people who are not used to a situ- certain situation they can understand and like see where that person came from and see how. Um, how far they have come 
in this world, right? Because a lot of people were like, before I it was in, you know, before I, my personal journey started in shelter, um, I had some negative, you know, thoughts about shelter, you know. But as I end up in it myself, I realized a lot of things, what was said about shelter is not true. Because I was, I had, let me see, I had two jobs out of shelter at different times in the shelter. At one point I wasn't working, but when I went initially into shelter, I was working. I was working in the school. Like, I had a job. <laughs> it wasn't full time, but it was part time. But the point is that I had a job. It's very hard if you don't know if, you, depending on where you're listening this from. Um, we're, I, we're based in New York City. New York City has very, 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 very high rent. They also have a very, very, very high homeless population. Um, whether street family, um, well, street can be family too. I'm just saying we have a very high population of street. We have a high population of families. We have a high population of men and women and um, DV. Well, I count it different because that's how we consider each shelter, I mean, homeless division in New York City. And then one thing that we don't talk about, which I got reminded about this week, is a doubled up situation. People don't think of doubled up as being homeless. Um, like, example, if you're, if you're at somebody's place and your name is out on a lease, it took a lead. It doubled up. That means you're with them in your family's place. That's not your really your place. That's not your parents' place. That's considered under homelessness. But because you're not in the shelter, you do not get the benefits of being in a shelter. I know the shelter could be a hot mess. I know the shelter could have roaches. I, I know the shelter could have rats. But honestly, living in New York City, in New York City a lot of places have that. <laughs> like that. That sounds so bad to say, but it's true. Um, but... When you do live in a shelter, I'm not pushing anybody to go in a shelter because shelter is honestly not for everybody. Everybody do different ways of getting these things, right? And getting help they need in their own way. Everybody's path is different. I'm not pushing you to go to shelter. But when you do go in shelter, you do get some things that other people don't get because they are, they have more wraparound services, I would say. I don't know if that's the proper word to say because honestly, all shelters, family shelters, I should say, are not made the same. Um... But I can honestly say that when you do live in shelter instead of doubled up, you can get a lot more other things. Um, but if you are in a community and you're doubled up, try to see if you can get a FEPS voucher and see if that can help you with your family. FEPS is, is a voucher, right? It's just not city FEPS. And, you know, the way it comes about is a little bit different. But it's for the community at large. Instead of going into a shelter, you can get it in the community and stuff like that. Um, so... Just, you know, everything will be down below and it'll be listed. Also, I forgot to tell you, follow us on our social social media account. Check us out. We have Facebook. We have Twitter. We have Instagram. We have things like that. So go follow us. And if you do want to get hired, just um, go in the information down below. And we'd love to have you. This is the last call because the last day is Sunday. But we'll be checking everything on a Monday. So our last call to... To join our team, join our Family Homeless Coalition team where we are striving to make sure families and shelters have a better life, to make sure the children in shelters have a better life. Um, a lot of times people don't think about children in the shelter, and there's a lot, I mean, lots. It's over 30,000, I remember the last time, the last time, that was like a couple months ago. So you know with everything happening in New York, as I said earlier, there's even more kids in the shelter. And a shelter is not a place where a child should go. And a lot of these kids are under five. Like, can you imagine? Those are the very crucial de developmental years for a child. And they're in a shelter. 
So next time when you see a child, you might be passing by, you might think maybe that child's a shelter. And people also think, I think too, that people are homeless, are dirty and nasty. No, we have some fly girls. I'm not, I'm not going to say the men, you know, I'm going to say that because mostly in family shelters, a lot of women more than men. We got a lot of fly girls in shelter. I'm just, I'm just saying, we got some fly ladies in shelter. So it's not what you just think, oh, people are smelly, dirty. People are on 10, 10, 10, you know, in shelter. But you just can't tell because, you know, we have, we're kind of put away in a sense. We're put behind closed doors. And, you know, you really don't see how our living situation is. But there's a lot of kids in shelter. There's a lot of moms and dads in shelter. There's a lot of things going on. And I just want to make sure, like, we get the message out that um, the the stereotype people think it is. I'm not saying that's not true because a little bit of truth in everything. But compared to if it's out of 100%, that might have been about 2 or 3% of it that is, like, really pertain to actual homelessness who are family, you know. So just be mindful um, with the words you say, how you treat people. It might be a neighbor sister who's homeless it might be a co-worker people don't think that it might be a family member who not who's too ashamed to tell you or oh, i need help so they went in the shelter so just be mindful it could be you one day because any honestly when you live in new york unless you got a uh you know 200k job you are literally a paycheck away from being homeless yourself like you know and it's hard to you know fend for your family make sure your family has good food good clothes all these things and you know pay rent it's hard to make it so just don't think about it what do you want somebody judging you or your family if they was in shelter so think about it in that position that people don't want to get judged they just want to get help and they want to be okay so thank you for listening to my little rant um follow us on on social media and check us out bye see you next time well see you next week i should say we drop a video every week well a podcast every week so anyway guys later and if also i'm not keep it forgetting we i'm gonna we also have a resource packet that gives you different resources resources for like clothes food um beds for you and your kids if you want domestic violence help it will be down linked down below also so that'll be in a nutshell that'll be in our link tree link down below um if you want to talk to me personally if you just are down or stuff like that I'm, usually i'm always up on my phone you can definitely con- contact me through our actual, like, you know, Instagram or you could go my personal one or you could go on the um, Hear Our Voices one. It comes straight to my phone, so I'll be able to talk to you anytime. I know when you're going through these situations, um, it's hard and you feel like you have nobody to talk to, nobody who understands, even though you're in a shelter with anybody who does understand what you're going through. But it's difficult to kind of be with people and talk about the same problem. Plus, you don't want to have any problems going on the shelter. So um, I'm available. As we get bigger, I might not be available, but right now, as we are a smaller group, I am available to talk about any things you might have. People ask me all the time questions, and I do. I'm happy to answer. I answer pretty fast, so um, just check us out, and hopefully you can stay, hopefully stay this far in the video, I'm mean, in the podcast, and thank you for joining our family. Thank you for being amazing. Bye.